Welcome to the Right Way Christian Center podcast. Here at Right Way, we exist so that people may know God personally, grow in God relentlessly, and show God compassionately. We hope that you grow because of this message today. Question real quick, then I'll, 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 I'll have enough time to close the rest of this message out. There, you know, uh, <clears throat> sometimes I, I, I talk to myself. I do. I answer myself too. So uh, if you think you're crazy, don't worry about it. Your pastor may be a little cuckoo too. But everybody talk to themselves. And when you did math, you know, if anybody, if math ain't my favorite subject. So you, if, if math is not your favorite subject, you definitely have to talk to yourself. Now even one, two, three, you're talking to, you, whether you realize or not, you're talking to yourself. And so oftentimes when I'm talking to myself I'm, I'm, or, or I'm listening at myself, I'm hearing questions from, from people. I, I mean, I have conversation a lot. And so I, I heard this conversation uh, in my head of someone asking, why do we have to go to church? And you got a, a lot of people out in the world, they don't, go to, they don't go to church and they seem to be faring well. And, you know, th- you know they can say they blessed too. And, and so what's the purpose of me coming to church? What's the purpose of me, you know, having to pay tithes? And, 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 and I could give you a very simple answer uh, and liken it to you joining a sorority or a fraternity or some little group, you know. You have meetings in that group that you go to. You have dues that you pay to that group. Uh, you know, all these conferences. Well, they have conferences that and annual conferences and stuff like that they have. We can liken it to that, but that would be a little more on the secular side. But in note of that, it's it's for fellowship. It's for unity. It's so that when you go to those meetings, you find out what we're doing uh, uh, to either progress as a organization, fraternity, sorority, whatever the case may be, or, you know, what goals we're going to set for for the new year, those type of things. It's about keeping those persons who decided to become a part of this collective effort, keeping us together and keeping us on one accord. But, but here's the other side of that. The other side of that is there is no such thing as non-belief. No such thing as non-belief. Even the atheist believes in something because there is no such thing as non-belief. There's only unbelief. No such thing as non-belief. You believe in something. And we've been created in such a way that oftentimes what we believe to be the supreme thing, we worship it. We've been created to worship. No man, no human being can, 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 can take that out of their body. They will either do it knowingly or unknowingly because you've been created to worship. You've been created to give credence and honor to something that is higher than yourself. That's why stars, actors, rappers can make so much money because in the secular world, they know that if you would create a platform that is higher than the average person, then the average person will always give credence to the platform that's higher. That's why I'm not, I, 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 you know, I have actors that I like, but if they want, I'm not, oh, I got to get a picture. No, don't do nothing for me. They got to go to the bathroom just like me. They, they stuff leave out their body the same way mine leave out. And when they wake up in the morning, they breast me. They got to cast out the demon too, right? Everybody cast a demon out in the morning time, right? And it ain't laying hands. It's, it's the toothbrush that cast that one out. Toothbrush, good toothpaste, cast that demon out every morning, right? With, a little fl- with some flaws, you get what I'm saying? Right, right? And, and so I, I don't get caught up in that, right? But, uh, because, you know, the, let me get off that. Here's the other side of it. Because 
what, what, makes, what makes it right about church and what makes it right about giving and, and, and our service and our credence to God is that what we're doing, we're saying we know, watch this, who created us. We know where we come from and we understand what we're supposed to worship. Because there's no such thing as non-belief, only unbelief, and you're going to worship something if nothing more than yourself. You're going to worship something. And so what we're saying by sitting here today or sitting there today, you're saying we understand and we know and we choose to do it right. That ain't nothing deep about that. We know, we understand. And see, because, you know, somebody can go and get them a rock and build them a little shrine in the corner of a room, you know what I'm saying, and put you some flowers around it and then carve you a little god. See, you were created to work. I don't believe in that, but you got, you got that little, little wood figure over there and you got candles around it and you take a piece of chicken and put before it so you even believe in sacrificing to it. Oh, you got your little stones, you know what I'm saying? And you know this stone. So you believe in something, but do you believe in the right thing? So that's why we do this. Amen. We know where the real help comes from. Amen. All right, all right, all right. Just a little simple answer, just a little simple answer. I'm also going to teach a series on God. So, you know, because when you, you know, like our worship leaders would say, focus on God. What, is that? what, what does that mean when you say focus on God? How do I do that? Like when I close my eyes, am I supposed to see this guy with straight hair and, you know, this guy got blue eyes, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that all these pictures been around him? Am I supposed to see this dude with locks in his hair and eyes like fire and skin like, bro? you know, when you tell me to focus on God, what are you really saying? Because the focus got to be right. Because if you think he got blue eyes and he got straight hair, well, then when you go out there in the world and he's your manager, then you'll submit to him. And then if, he, if the image of him is the only one with dreads and he got, well, then now you're going to believe you're superior to everybody else. So what does that mean? What does that look like to really worship God? Because I think what we've been doing is worshiping people. Or maybe an image and not really God. So it, in essence, if we're doing that fake rule, excuse me, it don't make us no different than the world. Because we are here worshiping images too. And not really worshiping God. It's gonna be a good message. All right, but let's let's close this one out for the day. I messed some of y'all up already. Like, God dog it, man. I sure be seeing him. I know you be seeing that guy like that, tell me, his hands out like that, his little skinny self, tell me about that son. That's called mental enslavement. We're talking about vision for moving forward. Come on, hold your Bible over your head, whatever you're using. Now say, this is my Bible. I believe the words in it. I can do what it says I can do. I can have what it says I can have. I believe there's power in the word of God. I'm about to receive the seed of the word of God. And the devil cannot steal, will not steal my seed. I will prosper from what I receive today. From this moment forward, I'll never be the same. I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Say this, Father, open the eyes of my understanding. Say it again, Father, open the eyes of my understanding. 
For the sake of time, go to Matthew chapter 18. I'll meet you there in a moment. Uh, just a little quick backup just so you'll know where we're at. We're finishing out a series that we did not get a chance to complete on last week. So I'll be giving you the second part of my notes. Uh, this series is entitled Vision for Moving Forward, uh, which is the overall theme for this series on next week. We'll start a, a, a different series talking about something else, but this vision for moving forward is our overall theme. God told me to prepare the people for exodus, prepare us for transition, and it's time for us to cross this Jordan and move over to our new location, and, and so we got to get the right vision, the perspective, so that we move forward as a people. Come on, say amen to that. Uh, today we're going to close out, though, we're talking about corporate agreement. We're talking about corporate agreement. Come on, say corporate agreement. Now, we say that you need to listen carefully to this message because uh, the way that God teaches us here at Rightway, it's not only for the church, it's for your personal life as well. It's for your family. For those of you that are in business, you can take these, these, these principles and you can apply them and see success and victory in every area of your life. You know, interesting thing, I had a pastor call me uh, Friday. He called me Friday, and he, he, he started off by saying, man, what are you doing over there? He said, that's okay. I know what you're doing. I'm just joking with you. He said, but, man, your name, your, your, your church name is all over this city. I'm like, what are you talking about? I mean, because I mean, it wasn't no hello or nothing. As soon as I pick up the phone, what are you doing over there? Well, I know what you're doing over there. You know, your name. And I'm like, what are you saying? He said, man, every time I talk to somebody, right-way members are always mentioned, and they're always in leadership position and moving up. I say, hmm. So these folks is prospering and ain't telling me nothing, honey. <laughs> these folks is getting blessed and acting like ain't nothing going on in their lives. Because I had another pastor call me. He said some of his folk been talking about us. So y'all getting blessed and ain't giving me no testimony. ain't saying nothing. And your giving ain't changing. You, God is taking you up, but your giving ain't going up. Uh-huh. See, the truth going to eventually come out. What you do in the dark, eventually going to come to the light. He say, man, your folks, every time he say, your folks, he say, but it should be that way. He say, it should be that way. Say, yo, man, every time I turn around, it's about your folks. Your folks in leadership is in. Your folks getting jobs. Your folks doing it. Your folks, he start telling, your folks doing it. Your folks doing it. I say, well, hey, brother, it's called right way. It's called right. I don't know what that's saying. It's called right way. He say, but they should be. And so I, I got to thinking about that, like, wow, man, you know, the word, it really works if you just work the word. Amen. It really works if you just work the word. And so, you know, this, this, this thing about agreement is so, this principle of agreement is so vitally important and powerful to the body of Christ, right? Jesus talked about, just for quick reference, 17, uh, John 17, 21 through 22 was our the focus scriptures for this particular part of the teaching. Jesus said that he and the Father were one. And so Jesus is letting us in um, on, a, a Ewing, on a very powerful principle that he himself even operated in. He said, he's telling us that the way that I achieved victory on earth was not simply because I was Emmanuel, God with us. See, you must understand that when God embodied himself, he restricted himself to all the passions, the feelings, and, 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 and what this body would need. In other words, because he was God, he still went to sleep. He could have said, well, I'm God, and, and I'll step in this body, and I'll keep myself as deity. And, and so as deity, I neither sleep nor slumber. He that watcheth over Israel, so he would never have. But Jesus, let's watch this. God embodied. I, when, I hear you, when you hear me say Jesus, that's what I want you to hear. It is God in a body had to eat, had to go asleep, had to go to sleep and get rest, had felt the passions of this body, 
was tempted with what this body would tempt. The Bible says he was tempted at all parts yet without sin. So, so, so he probably saw a nice fine woman and said, but I ain't going to do that. The Bible says he was tempted at all points. Stop trying to play like Jesus walked around and nothing bothered him. Like he was just like, no, no. When God got in that body, he allowed himself to feel all the passion. The Bible says we have not a high priest that don't understand what it's like to be in this body. Tempted at all points like you and I, yet without sin. He did not carry out what he was tempted with. So he tells us the way I achieve success in the same type of body that you got is that I partnered with God and through partnership I stayed victorious. We find Jesus out of partnership. Boy, God the mighty, let's just talk. We find Jesus out of partnership. Yes, we do. He is there in the garden and he does not want to be in partnership. He says, Father, I don't want it. Now, hold up, Jesus. You was just walking around telling folk, you're going to destroy this temple, but in three days, it's going to get back up. No man taketh my life. I'm going to lay it down. And when it comes time to lay it down, I don't know if I really want to do this now. We see the humanity side of Jesus. But then he says, nevertheless, I like to break that word down. Never. The less, which then tells me that every time you get out of partnership with God, you're settling for less. Every time, let me go to my business people. Every time you start out talking about it's God's business, and then when it starts popping off, you start treating it like it's your business, you're pulling your business down to less. When you stand at the altar and say, I do, you got to realize that I, that I do goes up before it goes across. You're saying, God, I do relationship with him like you said do it. So your commitment is to God first, not to them. And every time you decide to do what you want to do in that marriage, you're getting out of partnership with the one that you said I do to first. Such a powerful principle. When we say, I'm a member right way, and then, God, then the pastor say, well, the Lord said that we are a family and we need to do life groups. I ain't into that life group stuff. You just decided to get out of partnership. Come on up in here. <laughs> Come on, give me them same amens. I don't know if I want to do all. Well, then why did you become a partner? <laughs> you know, it's amazing. We don't say that to our fraternities. We don't say that to our sorority groups. We don't say that to our social clubs. I don't know if I want to do that. We say, when it's going to go down, set it off. How much I need, what I need to bring. What spirit do you want me to bring? You know, spirit. Crown royal spirit. Riesling spirit. Huh? Oh, I ain't hit yours yet? Well, I don't know all of them, so whatever. <laughs> Think about all the times that we get out of partnership with God. And Jesus said, Father, I'm asking that you make them one. 
just like you and I are one. He said, and I'm praying that you don't take them out to earth. He said, you ain't got to take them out. If they just get one with you, they'll stay victorious in it. The key to victory in the earth, it's not your mistakes. The key to victory is that even in your mistakes, you still stay one with God. Yeah, God, I messed up, but I'm still with you. <laughs> I know I, I messed up. I turned the table over this time, but God, I was on top of the table this time. But God, I'm still with you. Man, you talking about, listen, listen, I clubbed Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday evening on some occasions. But every Sunday, maybe with a little spirit in me, but I ain't talking about Holy Spirit. Every Sunday, you know where you call, they just call me Vimp. You know where you call Vimp at? Vimp was in church. Maybe not so far up to the front as I would normally be. But every Sunday, you call Vincent in church. Because I knew that if I took this out of my diet, that if it was nothing more than my presence, I had to stay connected some kind of way. So if right now, if all I can give him is his Sunday that he asked me for, and look, 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 50 years old, almost 30, almost 30 plus years, almost 40 years later, well, I'm 50 now, 30 plus years later, right, because I probably, yeah, because I probably left all that alone in my early 20s. Look where I am now. All because I stayed connected. I'm talking to somebody. Listen, I don't, I don't care if you, uh, listen, I don't care if you right now holding on with a panky. I don't care if you got nothing but your panky toe in the wall. Keep your panky toe in the wall. Whatever you do, stay connected. Somebody say stay together. This togetherness is a spiritual state of two or more in spiritual alignment, spiritual agreement on spiritual one accord, working together for a common purpose. Now hear this statement. The supernatural is not always spectacular because that's what we're talking about. This togetherness principle, what it will do, it will ignite and activate the supernatural in the life of the believer. Now the supernatural is not always spectacular. I don't believe the church has done a fair job at painting a picture of what the supernatural looks like. We always believe it has to be something extreme and, you know, something wild. No, 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 no. That could be supernatural stuff happening in your life all the time. Come on, someone say all the time. It, it, because <clears throat> uh, the supernatural is not always spectacular, but it's about God intervening in life's situations for your benefit. That's all it is. It's about God intervening in your life Watch this, for your benefit the, and for his benefit too. See, when he called me and, and made that thing about, right, I say, boy, come on, Lord, do what you say. Because we said our, our mantra here, one of our mantras here at Rightway is that we're supposed to do more, come on, with less time, come on, less. And that should be the expectation of every believer at Rightway. That I, I don't pay full price. I do more with less time, less money. And because I'm different in the world. I'm set apart. 
We don't, we don't walk around here saying, I'm just like everybody else. No, you're not. Don't you downplay yourself for the sake of other people that don't want to come up. I am not just like everybody else. I am not just like every pastor. And this is not your ordinary church. I will not. And listen, that's not being conceited. That is being confident that he that had begun a good work in me will perform it until the day of Christ. If he called me a royal priesthood, a chosen generation, and a peculiar people, those are titles that are different than other titles. He told me not to think more highly than I ought to think. Well, it didn't say I couldn't think highly. It said just don't think more highly than you ought to think. In other words, my thinking highly stops at the point of thinking that I did it by myself. Don't you think too high? I ain't. We talked about last week the potential of the corporate agreement for the supernatural. That take-home point was the potential uh, of any group is not determined by how good or great they are, not even by how anointed they are, but by their ability to agree. See, all, all we got to see, we got to we we got about a uh, about a sixteen million dollar project that we're about to enter into. They never shook me. Now I ain't gonna say this flesh part don't don't wonder. You know this old Tomanville let me don't say, well, where that gonna come from? Because I'm from Tomanville. You know what I'm saying? I ain't from Westmobile, Spring Hill area, you know what I'm saying? St. Paul, all, all up in there, you know what I'm saying? Well, we say where the money is at. I ain't from where the money is at. In my body. See, if I was relying on my body, then I would have to look to that source. But I'm a new creature in Christ. And according to Haggai chapter 2, the silver and the gold belong to my daddy. So I move at the beat of his drum. I trust his ability. And all, all I'm asking us to do is, can we just get together? Amen. All we got to do is believe to receive what God said, yeah. right? And we make ourselves of no reputation, and it's on him to build his house. If he can't build, I'm telling on him. If he don't do it, I'm going to say it's God's fault. Because I make myself of no reputation. People say, when you going to build? We building now. I don't see no shelves in the ground. Well, it, I, I don't have to answer to you. I answer to him. Are you listening? See, husband and wives, y'all, get together. You believe in God for a house? Come on, sing them over. I, 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 now, listen to my daughters, because y'all y'all moving up. I be seeing y'all, man. Y'all prospering so good, but I always have to put this out there for y'all. Y'all, listen. Cause uh, Thursday. You haven't set up your voicemail yet. Sarah, you ain't preaching with me now. You need to be quiet. <laughs> so uh, one of my one one of my daughters walked up to me Thursday night and she say uh, 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 gave me a high five. She say, Pastor, I, I bought my house. I say, Boy, y'all around here buying house? Y'all just y'all ain't telling Pastor. She said, I'm telling you now. I said, Well, praise the Lord. And so I know she got. I know you know. I know she's doing good. So I had to tell her, I say, listen, listen now. I say, don't go get the dream house. And she kind of looked at me. I said, well, you, you plan on getting married? She went, well, you know, hopefully. I said, well, don't go get the dream house. You got to give the brother something. You got to give him something to do. So to all my, all my single daughters, go get a house. Yes, do your thing, but don't get the dream house. 
you got to give the brother at least something on the table for the brother. I mean, he come up in there, you got the five carrot already on your finger. You got the five bedroom house and it's already furnished. That brother be looking around like, ain't no room up in here for me to do nothing. You got to give him something to do. Give him something to run after. Amen. I just helped somebody out. Now, you're gonna, you better get one you can rent out or, or sell or flip and leave something for him to do. Praise the Lord. Amen. All right, well, get off that, Lord. I'm trying to, trying to help you get an agreement with the brother. All right. Um, Matthew chapter 18, verse 19. I only got four minutes left. He said, again, I say unto you that if any two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done of for them of my father, which is not, not, look who's doing the work. Who's doing the work? Come on, come on, who's doing the work? The father. And the father is doing the work as a result of what? He's doing it in the name of the son, but he's doing the work as a result of what? The answer's right there. The answer's right there. He's doing the work as a, as a, as a result of the agreement. You see that? He said, if, if any two of you shall agree on earth, it shall be done of the Father which is in heaven. You see the supernatural intervening in earth affairs? You got, now, now, everything is finished and complete in heaven. And so now, actually, when we get an agreement, we can cause heaven to touch earth. Woo! Boy, I don't know if y'all see this, man. If we just get an agreement, now I understand why Jesus said, uh, the Bible, the, the two soldiers looked up at him and said, others he saved, he himself, he cannot save. Up there in agony, he just paused for a moment to say, wait a minute, let me tell you something. Can you imagine that? He dying, you know, he suffocated. Uh, he hear that, he say, hold up, let me let you know something real quick. First of all, first of all, I'm up here because I want to be up here. And then second of all, I can call a legion of angels right, I can touch heaven. I can get back in agreement with God and touch heaven right now. Get a whole legion come down and pick me up off this thing. He say, but for you, I'll stay here. Now, back to the original program. <laughs> we talked about how the prophets proclaimed the, uh, the ex expectation of the supernatural. Jesus promised us supernatural manifestation. That's Mark 16, 17 through 20. And then the apostles' uh, ministry demonstrated the supernatural. Even Jesus Christ, Acts chapter, um, oh, give it to me, Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 10, verse 28, how the Lord anointed Jesus Christ with Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good, healing all those who were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. Look what happened. Look what Jesus was able to do as a result of God being with him. That's why when, when, like, you should never be scared to lay hands on the sick because that's a moment of partnership. Are you listening at me? Listen, listen. That's, that's why I try to get, I try not to rush through the worship of our giving because in that moment, we're partnering with the supernatural. Listen, give and it shall be given unto you, the supernatural, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. That's a supernatural. And, and some people just take it so light. I got dead mind. I mean, you know, Sister Monica, I, 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 you know, Sister Monica, Sister Monica, the Hughes. The Hughes were with me 
Joshua, the Hughes, Raven, Kirsten, Raven Allen and her, her, uh, her cousin, uh, they were with me. Uh, Brandy Turner was with me. My wife, uh, just uh, maybe about five, six other people when I just started that little Bible study. Uh, in Michael Figure Center. Before I heard the Lord say, I didn't tell you to start a Bible study. I told you to start a church. I ain't want to start a church. I just wanted to be able to teach the word. I wanted to be like Joyce Myers. That way I wouldn't have to be fully responsible for you all. I could just teach y'all the word and move on. And you know what I'm saying? And the Lord said, I call you the pastor. I was like, God, dog, I was trying to get past that. Uh, but anyway, I'm here now, so I ain't no turning back. I was thinking the other day, man, like uh, Pastor M showed me a picture of a, of a couple that they were in ministry. They're out of ministry, and they just just wilding out and uh and so I was quiet about seven minutes later I say I say uh I don't even know what I would do if I stopped pastoring like I'm scared I can't get back behind the barber chair they cut too fast I mean I can still cut but like now that thing got a whole nother level and all that spray and stuff I ain't done it in so long I might you know you know I got my little suit thing but I ain't, I ain't for waiting you know I, I, I know the, I know what I'm called to do I don't know what I, I was like. And then she was like, well, where that come from? I said, I was just thinking, like, how could you be called a pastor and then stop and just wild out? I don't, I couldn't do that. I mean, I remember even when I was getting, when the Lord was working on me in getting, you know, coming, you know, repenting, I was going to the club. And you know the Lord was working on me. He was partnering with me and I didn't even, because I, I try to roll up on a chick and I'd be like, hey, what's going on? She was like, I say, you know, whatever, I don't even know the language now. I've been married for so long, we don't know how to talk. But she say something, you know what I'm saying? And we talking, you know, I'm trying to put my little swerve on. And then I break out and say, well, amen. <laughs> like, amen. <laughs> amen. Like, <laughs> I'm like, not, not, I'm like, not, Lord. Like, not right now. You know what I'm saying? Not right now. I'm in the club, amen, and I'm trying to holler, and I'm saying amen. I mean, a couple of times, I just say, I say amen, I just, uh, I just walked off, you know what I'm saying? Let me, this ain't even making no sense. <laughs> I'm up here, amen, and praise the Lord, trying to get my, you know. That's what the Lord, he got me, you know. What was I saying? What, what, what other story was I telling so I can get out of here? Huh? My who? No, I said I was saying something before that, and then that story came in on top of that story. I said who now? Michael Figgins. Yeah, Michael Figgins. That's right. So I'm done. I'm closing on this story. And uh, so Monica, Monica, Monica Hughes, I'm throwing her out there. Monica Hughes has been with me. Since the first time I heard God tell me to do this, right? She was with me at Michael Figure Center. I guess I did that for about how long? About five, six months or so, roughly, somewhere in there. So Monica Hughes has been with me. Monica Hughes has, has seen me uh, 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 lift the envelope, and I sow good seed and good ground. My needs are met. I'm out of debt. I have plenty more to put in store, even before Rightway started. Rightway started, same confession. Needs are met, out of debt, plenty more put in store. It's at our fourth year of being a church. We're in the worship of giving. And the Lord says to Monica Hughes, well, when are you going to believe it? She's been doing the act, but never partnered with it. Stick with my story. That's always a method to my madness. And in that moment, she's like, what do you mean? She said, God told her, it's in your mouth, 
It's in your action because you are sowing, but it is not in your belief. So she got her mouth moving. She got action, but she ain't got no belief in what she doing. It's just harvest time, and I'm just giving, and I'm just tithing because I know that's what I'm supposed to do, but ain't no belief in what I'm doing. Faithful in something that you don't even believe. Because the partnership happens in belief. She said, that day, I said, you know what? I repent, Lord, and I believe it. She said, for the first time, Pastor, and I've been with you since Michael Figures, I made the confession of my offering in belief. And within three months, God canceled $15,000 worth of debt. Within how many months? Let me ask you a question. You ready for this question? Who was the hole up? Maybe God was trying to show her some. So he wanted to take his time. We find all type of spiritual excuses. Maybe God was trying to show her something. And maybe God was holding her back from believing. You know, he may not come when you want him. But he'll be there right on time. I ain't saying that no more. He always comes when I want him. He say, call on me and I will answer. He didn't say, call on me and I think about it. And every time God shows up, he's always on. So I don't have to even say the first part. He may not come when you want him because he's always on time when he comes. And what parent, when they hear their child in distress and call, and the child calls, the parent only comes when they're ready. Got you thinking now, right? Imagine you in distress and you call on God and he don't answer your distressful call. Anyway, my closing question is this to you and I want you to think about it. Could it, rhetorical question, could have happened sooner? See, the debt counseling was waiting on her. She wasn't waiting on the debt cancellation because the scripture says that God has already partnered with us and predestined our lives. He's already partnered with the whole of your life and laid it out. If you look at Ephesians 2 and 10 and Amplified, took paths ahead of time before you so that you can live the good life. Bible says he chose you in him. He partnered with you. He said, just in case they get saved, I'm going to go and partner with them ahead of time. Ahead of their salvation, I'll partner with them and lay their life out, and I'll lay it out to be a good life. And then when they decide to get in partnership with me, they'll see what I've already done. I submit to you today that that cancellation was waiting on her belief. It was waiting on her partnership. Now, with that being said, how many of us are monikers? We got action. We got that word in our mouths. Some of y'all know my confession. You can say them, I can start it off, and you can finish it up. But do you believe in what you say? And do you believe that when you're speaking, you're partnering with the word of God? In the beginning was the word. 
the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him there was not anything made that was made. Go all the way down to verse 14. The Bible says, and that Word that was in the beginning was made flesh. And to the believer who partners with God, that should be a living scripture in your life. If not every day, in the days of your life, that when you partner with the word, the word can be made flesh. That's all God asking us to do. He's asking us to partner with him. It was Mary that the angel came to and said, God needs a body and he's chosen you. Will you partner with him? By the way, your, your, your cousin Elizabeth, she's already pregnant. She's six months in already. She's going to have his forerunner. And the same thing that happened to Elizabeth, her womb being quick and we want to do the same thing with you. And Mary got in a partnership and said, Lord, be it unto me according to that word, Jesus needed a bigger stage because the people were thronging him there on the shore. So he needed to pull away a little bit from the shore and use the water as his speaker system to transmute his vision. So he asked Peter, will you partner with me? Can I borrow your boat? Peter said, you could borrow my boat. And after having borrowed Peter's boat, Jesus said, now you got in partnership with me. Now let me get in partnership with you. Launch out in the deep and let down your nets for a drop. He said, we've toiled all night. He said, but you, that first time you toiled, you weren't in partnership with me. Now that you're in partnership with me, do the same thing, but cast your nets on the other side. And we see, we see the manifestation of partnering with Jesus. The Bible says they caught so much fish that he had to beckon his partners to come and help him get the, get the catch in. All we got to do is get in partnership. And amazing things will happen when we partner with the name of Jesus because the name itself has enough power to bring to pass what the word of God says. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word on today. God, we ask that you will continue to open the eyes of our understanding concerning this, this amazing principle of partnership Help us to see it more clearly, God. Help it to unfold in our lives. And as we make practice of it, God, we see the supernatural manifest in our lives, that you will intervene in earth's affairs on our behalf, that you might be glorified in it. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Very quickly, I want, you know, a huge part of this partnership with God starts, this togetherness start with you coming together with him. And the way that we do that is that we must be saved. The Bible says, except you be born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. And except you be born again, you cannot go to heaven. I'd like to give you that opportunity today. If you can never remember a time of confessing Christ Jesus as your Savior and making him the Lord of your life, I'd like to give you that opportunity. You know, the Bible says it is appointed for a man once to die and then the judgment. And so, honestly, God sends no one to hell. God simply judges their choice while they were alive. Did they make the choice of receiving Jesus Christ and his eternal life insurance package on their lives? And today you have that opportunity to take on that package by simply making this confession after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I know without you I am lost. Today I repent of my sins and I receive you into my life as my Savior and I make you my Lord. Thank you for saving me, delivering me from hell's victory over my life, and I give my heart to you in the mighty name of Christ Jesus. Amen. 
and amen. Well, just like that, the Bible says you are born again. That's Romans 10, 9, and 10. I want to welcome you to the body of Christ. Today is your spiritual birthday. According to the scripture, you are a new creature in Christ. All things are passed away and all things are made new. And you say, I may not, you may not feel like it. You may not look like it. And that's where I want you to know that salvation is a journey. Immediately on the inside of you, you've been transformed. Your spirit, man, has been born again. But now you must renew your mind to come in agreement with what has happened on the inside of you. And we want to help you out in this pursuit of this victorious life that you are now a part of. So I want to ask you to go to rightwayccc.org forward slash next steps. We want to gather some information from you. Our team is going to reach out to you immediately. Uh, and also there's some videos, some tutorials there that I want to encourage you to watch that will bring a greater enlightenment and understanding to what just transpired in your life on today. And again, welcome to the body of Christ. Can we put our hands together for those persons that made that confession? Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Well, it's harvest time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're in-house and you'd like an envelope, will you lift your hands in the air and an usher will serve you uh, at this time? Uh, our other ways of giving electronically, which you guys are doing such an amazing job, is on Givelify app or rightwayccc.org. Now, listen, I, I've heard that some of you have, have still been wondering and having some um, questions concerning uh, us being generous, but it's just that simple. Uh, we are not God still hadn't given me that. We, he has not given me a building fund drive or anything like that. I'm trying to get your mind out of that unless the Lord tells us and understand that we're just supposed to be a generous people. And so to, to some questions that are still out there, you sow your extra wherever you decide to sow it. We're just asking you to be a more generous person. And I don't know any other way to simplify that. Sometimes we're used to, you know, where, you know, there's a little tab you can go to and put it there or building fund. That's not what we're doing. We're not, we're not becoming, you know, building fund driven people. God wants to build in us the spirit of generosity. It's just that simple. And so if you want to put more in love offering, if you want to put more in building, if you want to put more um, uh, in, in any of the other tabs, then you do that. The key issue, though, is am I being generous? Am I going over and above in what I would normally do? And that's the type of giver that God wants to see. Amen? And if God gives us anything different, God adds to that, then we'll do that then. But other than that, we're just going to be a generous congregation of people and watch God bless our lives. Amen? And so somebody say stretch. Come on, somebody say stretch. You, if you don't feel just a little bit uncomfortable before you hit that button, you probably hadn't stretched. Like anything else, giving should take faith. Amen. Hear what I'm saying? Like anything, I remember the first time Pastor God pushed Pastor Em and I to sow that $10,000 seed. We had it. But boy, I'm telling you, when I stood up, I, I, I looked at her and she, you know, she looked at me like, I don't know what you're looking at me for. He ain't talking to us. But he was. He was, he was telling him, well, it, I knew the Lord touched her heart too. He was talking to us. I ain't telling nobody to do that. I'm giving my testimony. And it took faith. It took faith to stand up and, and, and say, yes, sir, we're, we're one of the persons that you're asking to sow, sow that amount. 
Like, watch this, with it, but still had to take faith to say, okay, God, that's you talking. We, whew, okay. If you do it like this all the time, Sometimes, not sometimes, most of the time, you need to be like this. <laughs> you better, <laughs> I'm talking about Monday, Lord. <laughs> like when I say holding now, you, you, in, your, in your spirit, you be like, you do see me holding this up, right? <laughs> if it ain't like that, you ain't no real giver. If it's easy, ain't no faith out there on it. There's nothing that says, God, I'm depending on you to put a return on this seed. That's no faith. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. My assignment is to push you. It'd be a difference if you didn't see the manifestation of what God is doing in this ministry. I just told you what a pastor called and told me, so it'd be different if it ain't in the house. But there are none to prosper on this ministry. My job is to push you. God told me, he said he's going to raise up millionaires in this ministry, but the ones that will be millionaires will be the ones that will be givers and obey me when I speak. If you're having problems with what I'm saying right now, you definitely won't hear God when he talk to you. And I'm telling you, if, if pushing that button don't bother you sometimes, you're not in faith with your giving. If what you if you what you sit in that envelope, you could just put put a whole line of slob on it. I got that. Sometimes it's good like that, but sometimes you need to be like you, you be having that. Before I even pray, you already talking to God. Like yeah, Lord, I'm gonna pray with Him for a minute, but right now I'm having this mind conversation with you. You know what's in this envelope. You know what I'm about to give, and you already know what bills, and you already know you be already having that conversation. If that's not happening in your life. And hear me, I'm not trying to get anything. Paul said, not that I desire a gift. I desire fruit that will abound to your account. Now, now, you always have to go natural. That's what John 3 and 12 says. Say, if they don't get it naturally, then he say, uh, there's no need in, 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 in the spiritual because the natural. Okay, so, so now, if you, want, if you want a headache, you're going to feel good, but it's going to be a headache. You, may, you can spend $5. Just keep a straight face and, and nobody know I'm talking to you. But the pricely kind normally makes you feel good and there is no mourning repercussions because of its cost. You got a mask on so don't, nobody won't even know I'm talking to you. But you can get that cheap stuff and wake up in the morning and feel just as sick as a dog. Well, that's what you sold for. And so that's the return investment on that spirit. Oh, some of y'all just called it. Some of y'all just called it. Some of y'all. But some of y'all been dealing with the spirit long enough to know I don't drink that cheap stuff. Because that cheap stuff don't give you the right return. See, it's just an example. You ain't got it's just an example, but it's a true example. It's a real true example. So if you want to feel right the next day, 
you pay the price. Isn't that amazing how the world copied God's principle? Because he says, he that soweth sparingly, oh, oh, you thought I was up here talking about drinking. Well, I am because you can't taste and see that he's good. But I'm just showing you the world will take the, the work. We work in the principle and don't even recognize it. Because when you go into the store, right, you have to sow. And based on what you sow, it's the spirit that they give back to you. Am I right about it? Come on, am I right about it? Do I have a witness? Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute, okay, okay, that's all right, that's all right, that's all right. No judgment zone, no judgment zone, no judgment zone, no judgment. I took you out there, see how, see how folk can mess you up, take it down. They're like, yeah! Okay, 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 just, just joke and joke. Come on up, sweetheart, come on up, sweetheart. Come on, it's all right, we just joke, we having fun, so ain't, ain't no, ain't no, it's, it's some other folk guilty, they ain't gonna stay, just ain't gonna let you know. Um, and so, what, I, what I'm trying to get you to see in a, in a, in a very simpler form is, we're operating by the principle in both spheres of life. Watch this. And both spheres of life are promising us a manifestation of the Spirit. Do you see that? So you can go to Boone's Farm route and get Boone's Farm blessing. Am I right about it? And anybody that's had a boom farm experience already know that is not the way to wake up in the morning. Or you pay the money, you pay the, you pay the price, you give extra, and you already know you ain't gonna have those same. Well, see, in the spirit, God says if you give, it's gonna be given back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, no headache running over. Will men give into your bosom? And so we're not going in this moment of in, in our in our services. We're not going to punk God. We're not going to come up short on God. Watch this, because we don't want God to come up short on us. So now here's the thing. The conviction of God just hit some of y'all heart. And you're going to have to go back to whatever you did in your given time. And you're going to have to put to it what God, something that's going to put you in faith in your giving. And not something that you just decided, for lack of a better word, to drop in the bucket. Because we don't want drop in the bucket blessings. Because when God bless us, he don't drop us in the bucket. He drops us in blessings. And so we're going to respond to God in our giving the way that we want God to respond to us. Say this with me, Father. Thank you for your blessings. We receive the thousandfold blessing on our seed sown. Open doors of favor. Opportunities that my credentials do not live up to. But by your spirit, you approve in Jesus' name. I command my seed to go, grow, multiply in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Amen. Pastor, I want to make a correction to your story. That ten thousand dollar seed. Uh -huh. I think you confused that with another time, but you were sweating. <laughs> and you looked at me and I said, "You better give it." You're right. You're mm -hmm. absolutely right. You did tell me I better give yeah. it. She's right. She. I was sweating. She was choking. She wasn't. Amen. Well, I was. He was sweating, y'all. But we gave it, and we saw the manifestation of that seed. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. If you were saved, restored, or if you would like to join our Right Way family, we want to connect with you. All you need to do is simply go to rightwayccc.org slash next steps, and you will receive those steps um, in order to um, become a part of the Right Way family. Also, if you are in service today, or you're watching us on live stream and you want to join, um, you can go to Next Steps or you can stop at our Next Steps desk in the lobby. If you're a first time visitor, we also need you to text RWCCVIP to 71441. Again, it's RWCCVIP to 71441 and we would like to send you a special gift today. Life Groups launch September 12th. Y'all heard Pastor talk about that. Um, I'm starting one as well, and I wanted to make a correction in the announcements. I said September 18th, the actual uh, start date for my life, life group, the Wives Club, is September 25th. So if you plan on joining that life group, it will begin September 25th. Right Way students will be meeting today at 1030 down in One Way. The doors open at 945. So if you have a teen, I encourage you to get them down there to One Way because they have an awesome time. Um, our prayer team will be at the altar today after service for those who would like prayer they would love to come into agreement with you also the prayer lines will be open today from 12 to 1 all you need to do is call 461-6314 to connect with one of our counselors if you would everyone stand on your feet let's do our building confection amen are y'all ready Let's read. Father God, we're in faith and in great expectation of the assignment that you've called us to for our new worship centers, school, and business facilities. We receive by faith that it will be beautiful, excellent, first class, and built in no time. We have favor with engineers, architects, contractors, and city officials. We are skillful in building, just like you gave Noah, Moses, and David the spiritual intelligence, finances, and support to build. We receive the same for our building assignment. We will not pay full price. Every bid will be fair and low with no lack of excellence or quality. Our facility will have the best this world has to offer in it. Every worker that touches our project will give their very best as you anoint their hands for the work of our new facility. They have a heart to see it finished and completed ahead of time. Our contractors have a keen insight of our building project and the foreknowledge to correct any pitfalls that may occur. Thank you, Father, for church grounds that will unify families, build lives, aid and beautify the community, employ the gifts and talents of people, educate a generation, and advance the kingdom of God. We receive and believe that it's done in Jesus' name. Amen.
Amen. Father, we just thank you for this day, the day that you've made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Father God, we thank you. This is a blessed day. The word is rich and it's planted in our hearts, and it will it will um, manifest everything that you've promised to us, Father God. And we just thank you that as we go out of these doors, that we will have a blessed week, Father God, that your favor will be everywhere that we go. Everything that our hands touch, Father God, will be blessed, and we claim it now. And as we depart from this place and never your presence, we just think that your hand of protection will be upon us. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Have an outstanding week. for tuning into our podcast. If you were changed by this message today, help someone else by sharing on your social media platforms. You can partner with us to continue to reach more people by giving at rightwayccc.org or on the Givelify app. Make sure to subscribe so that you're the first to know when a new episode is available. Thank you for listening.